Hi, it's Alex here, and this is the Small Business Finance Podcast. Let's dive deep into the journey of small business owners and learn more about entrepreneurial mindset, funding solutions, and the power of now in building a bright, sustainable future. Let's start the conversation rolling. Hi again, it's Alex Salty here from the Small Business Finance Podcast. And today uh, I've got the pleasure of uh, having a chat with Angelo Laro, who's the Managing Director of DBS Finance Group. Um, Angelo, thanks for joining us. How are you, mate? Good, good. Um, I'd love you to talk to our audience and tell us a little bit about your story and uh, a little bit about yourself and your history and, and you know, where, where you got to from, you know, today sure. and how it all happened. Sure. I'm going to show my where, age now. Absolutely. Where did it all start? Uh, I'd sum up my professional uh, career, I suppose, uh, 20 plus years um, across various different sectors um, in, in uh, various different roles, including senior management roles across technology, uh, retail. Um, I'm currently the managing director of DBS Finance Group. Um, also play a role within our industry association as a board member. I represent asset finance, equipment finance and dealers um, as a uh, director of the board for Finance Brokers Association of Australia. Yep. Um, I have we're a you know hundred plus million dollar turnover business um, with with close to eighty uh, brokers uh, across Australia servicing um, clients, um, referral partners. Um, we offer mentoring programs um, and a whole a, a platform to to brokers to be successful. Yeah, That's well, what we're doing now. Yeah, one of the, one of the big things we hear and particularly um, the stuff that the audience love to hear is obviously the stories of how people got started so you know you've been 12 years now in in the finance game how, how did you get started what made you get into that's this? an interesting story um i actually had an executive mentoring and coaching business as part of a i had a series of inv- uh, companies i was in on a recruitment fr- uh, recruitment business uh managed recruitment franchise and i had an executive consulting executive coaching and mentoring business um I met my business partner at the time in, yeah, it was, what are we now, 2009, uh, 2009, 2010, and um, he approached me uh, looking for someone. He was relatively new to the finance industry, and long story short, after six months of uh, helping him turn his business around quickly, he just sort of looked at me and said, you know, let's, you know, let's do this, you know, let's do yeah, this well. together, and then my journey started. It's been an interesting, uh, I've done, obviously, I've been in a few, you know, few different industry sectors, I probably would say that this has been the funnest. Um, I've enjoyed this the most. Um, yeah, it's been challenging, you know, regulation changes and everything, but it's definitely been challenging. But uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, we built, you know, that business as an example. Um, we started when I, when I, let's say 2009, 2010, when we sort of really kicked that off, I got involved. We had three staff and I think by 2013, uh, 14, you know, I'd, I'd interviewed 1,800 brokers. We were, we were listed is one of the on a fast of 100 um, growing business Um, we ended up getting to 100 million dollar turnover business within less than five years and you know that was a good little journey you know then sort of ventured out from there and um, went out on my own you know relationship sort of ceased and went out on my own with the 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 objective to build a a platform for brokers our success in that business was uh, building, we had a franchise business model rather yeah. than an aggregation model and, and our world aggregation is um, how brokers can attach themselves to a credit license and access product and support. Yeah. Um, we decided to do it a little bit differently via a branded franchise model and um, you know that's where we had a lot of success. So my role within that organization was you know, to recruit 
um, set up and develop brokerages, external brokerages, and um, did that really successfully. And then that, that sort of you know relationship came to to a pass. And I thought, well, what's sort of missing is still that 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 I guess that support model. Um, for for a startup broker, whether they're new to the industry or someone that wanted to get out on their own, and yeah. you know, give them that that sort of soft tuck or that, that that love and uh, love and support that they need. Some people need um, bringing all that experience from mentoring, you know, professional mentoring, and coaching as well, and also all my years of experience running, um, you know, developing and launching other successful businesses. And it's funny because I think I was sort of saying to me the other day, who's known me all my life, saying that everything I've ever done, I've always sort of. You know, I was technology was my first in, in industry at nineteen, and I sort of within five years got in the top one percent in in that industry, and then yeah. from there went to retail franchising and launched a retail brand, and became the biggest of its kind. You know, within three or four years, so um, did sort of something similar here, and now I'm joining the the support of um, you know helping you know brokerages get set up and, and be successful and see them thrive, and it's um, quite rewarding and it's challenging. You know, it's competition. It's uh, it's a very challenging industry with regulation. Um, you know, seeing a, a lot of hurdles put in place. But you know, it's like anything. You know, I've got some pretty cool, pretty cool stuff coming up actually. That's um, that will see us again. You know, sort of become a market leader. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And the and the finance industry, as you know, you know, in 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 your twelve years of, of you know directly in that in that field, and you've seen some incredible changes. And part of that is there's some principles and fundamentals that you know not just brokers but people in the marketplace even in business, um, have to sort of adapt themselves to. And you sort of seem to just slide in and find your right niche and then target there. What's what's the, I what's think, the key to that? Yeah, look, I think you've just got to be uh, – I think you've got to be a realist and you've got to be a realist and probably a futurist to some degree. And um, I think, you know, uh, you know, a lot of – some of my success has been someone that spends a lot of time in the marketplace speaking to people. Um, you know, senior management, senior management, you know, I'm on three lender think tanks. I'm uh, obviously on the board of our industry body. So, yeah. you know, we get to see legislative changes, um, you know, uh, I guess, or, or, or what potentially will be coming because, you know, the, the likes of the ASICs and the regulators will come to us as an association. So, you know, I, I think you've got to sometimes sit back and look at an industry. You look at an industry of where it's going to go and then look at your business and then look to see if it's going to become relevant, you know. Yeah. I'm very big on relevance. It's something you know, I, I talk a lot about. And um, and I think for me, the my success in anything that I've ever done is exactly that, that mentality of, you know, okay, well, sort of who's the best, you know, what do they do, um, where's it going and what can I do to, to beat them type of thing, you know, yeah. be better than them. And, yeah. uh, and it's a matter of being a little bit of a futurist and say, okay, well, you know, I think our industry is, um, you know, I think it's changing in the sense that technology is really, you know, driving the the, the consumer transaction in finance a, a lot more than it was, you know, three or four years ago, which was still a very manual process. And, yeah. Um, you layer on regulation that says that you must deliver a client specifically what, you know, they require from a quote perspective. And, you know, we have to start building, which, which is what we're doing from a technology perspective for our brokers, especially who's building these quoting tools to allow a customer to submit their own application or submit their own details and, and sort of navigate their own quote tools and assisting the, the broker in delivering a fast, efficient service but yeah technology is definitely a big one that's seeing a lot of sort of changes so we, you're seeing that marketplace change and evolve and you know we uh we've got some free as an organization our business itself has got some pretty cool stuff that that we're doing in respect to 
customer facing technology as well as broker support and partner support platforms yeah. that integrate all those technologies and what I call a 360 um, degree you know cycle for a customer going through a finance transaction because you know they're all buying trying to buy something you know? yeah so, yeah yeah so and these days customers like to have everything at their fingertips you know um so it's a matter of building out which is what we're doing and it's exciting this year to see what we're doing in that respect so what would be the coolest bit of technology that you've seen in the last 12 months that's sort of changed the industry <laughs> uh i think ai is probably the the biggest uh, advancement in in our industry i think in most industries I yeah. think, you know i've seen like i said i do a lot of research i research to the depths of researching and speaking to uh fast fast com- uh, fast companies in in the u.s yeah. um AI is a big thing, and how that applies to our industry. Um, I'm, I'm one of my many uh, sort of uh, um, pro- projects I have at the moment. I've recently become the CEO of a new uh, a lending product mm-hmm. that will see the very first participation model for brokers and dealers to own part of their book. And and we part of that process was evaluating technology platforms, and then we got to evaluate, for example, the uh, the, the new Toyota system, uh, other than Australia. You know, talk, uh, it's called Talk IT, and um, the, the technology platform is unbelievable. You know, yeah. you're talking that they're replacing human beings with AI that 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 deliver a, a quick response, um, quick turnaround time that's done by an AI rather than a human being. You know? Yeah, and obviously that comes with a whole heap of advantages in the speed to turn around, you know, to, speed to to market, speed to turn around on, on transactions and accuracy as well. And um, you know, and with that, you know, comes all these new, um, you know, this open banking platform where you've yep. got integration we, we're doing this now where you basically press a button and you know you've, you've you've got you know people's income and expenses from the bank statements automatically populated in the system you, we do digital id now so they take a photo of your face and you match it to with your driver's license it's incredible and it goes to 13 different websites and <laughs> it goes that's you it's funny statistically i heard i read the other day that it's actually more accurate than a human being meaning a person if you take and takes the face to face concept away isn't it digital Digital is actually more accurate. How's that for uh, interesting statistics? So, what what are your thoughts with um, the way uh, you know the, we're talking about the finance industry at the moment, and a lot of brokers in the audience are going to be listening to this and thinking, you know, what can I do differently, and what are the changes happening in the marketplace? So, in the next twelve months, what do you see as some of the biggest changes, and some of the there might be some pitfalls that they're currently doing. What would be the things that um, in the lending space, particularly brokers, uh, can do to sort of uh, look, I think if you look at uh, my my belief is I think that the, the concept of so our industry is obviously broken up into um, you know you've got your more your traditional mortgage broker and you've got your traditional asset broker as a finance broker that specialises in that. And these days you've got. Um, I think a lot more mortgage brokers in our world being asset finance specific, you know, you've got two or three years ago, 20,000 mortgage brokers in the industry decided it wouldn't, would never ever write an asset car loan. So, so it's becoming about becoming more of a holistic, um, holistic, uh, uh, finance, I guess, solutionist is probably a t- something that I would say from that perspective because yep. transactional finance, I think will be, and, and the easy, easier, fin- uh, easy, uh, transactional finance will be replaced. I don't think brokers, my opinion, I don't think brokers, we don't think like IA and some of the platforms, those digital platforms that I've seen, will see things like business loans and personal loans and, and fairly vanilla type transactions that automated, no need for a broker. So to help help the people to yeah, get quicker and yeah, cheaper, quicker. Lenders yeah. are on board with a lot of that sort of stuff. So I think I always think that brokers, a consultant consultant type person, will be. Um, um, 
will always be needed for those that need a more holistic sort of service. Yeah. Um, if I could say generally, I say this to anyone that's ever in business, and I hear this a lot in our industry, obviously, you know, very public facing from a, you know, uh, listening to the market and what people say. You know, I hear a lot of brokers talk about, you know, especially when they, in respect to them complaining a lot, yeah. you know, in regards to a customer, this customer did that, you know, and, you know, constantly I hear this pitch of, you know, differentiate yourself or telling the client you've got good service. Well, I think that's rubbish. Yeah. I think you can't, that's not a touch and feel thing. It's just something that you're saying. You've yeah, got to yeah. find a way that gives you a point of difference. Remember, customers want something. Um, by saying that you give good service, it'd be like, you know, me going to a nightclub and saying to every single girl that I'm going to be, you know, the best boyfriend that they've ever had, right? Yeah. And then looking yeah. at me going, you're an idiot. You know? <laughs> um, but, but by saying that, you know, I think it's not a key point of difference because providing the service is an after yeah, and there's a lot of good boyfriends in the club. Isn't yeah, absolutely. <laughs> everyone's a good boyfriend, right? Everyone's a good boyfriend. Yeah. So, you know, I think you've got to find a way to really, you know, differentiate yourself. Um, and like I said, I think society's changed in the way in which, and customers have changed in much in the way in which we. There's, there's not a lot of loyalty, you know. Um, yeah. It is what it is. It's a very transactional. I mean, you know, I think Kerr and Ray, who I who I've done some courses with, a uh, Facebook uh, influencer. You know, it takes someone. Um, they've got to see your brand 26 times within a you know 48 hour period before they even remember your name. You know, yeah, it's so amazing, you've got to find a way to, to differentiate yourself and stand um, out. You've got to be a niche me. in the yeah, marketplace. Yeah, you know? look, you've got to stand out, but you've got to um, look. I think it all comes back down to. Um, you know, what's the problem? You know, um, so many people go and say, you know, use me because I've got cheap rates and I provide a great service. Well, well firstly, it's you don't, you don't have cheap rates because no. the lender said that. And yeah, like I said, you, you know, that's another boyfriend story, right? Yeah, so correct, correct. <laughs> what is it actually that, you know, how are you going to do that? So you've got to really think about that. And it's something I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. So industry has a quite a high uh, well, sorry, rather a low retention, a, a low retention rate because the people enter the marketplace trying to find that key point of difference and yep. they really struggle with it. And, um, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I know in our space what we're doing, which is different. Yep. Um, for us, it's about delivering customer portals, um, that are easy to use, that deliver them the quotes. User friendly. Easy to use, user yep. friendly and quick. Yep. I mean, we can deliver a, we can deliver a, we can deliver a, uh, you know, a quote to a customer, um, a, a, quite an accurate quote across hundreds of products that are within four minutes, you know, of them. Yeah. And, not, and we're so even without talking to them. So yeah. it's, you know, that's for us, it's about speed and accuracy and, and, and um, accessibility is, is what we're doing that's different. And, we, you know, that's something that my brokers will have access to be able to do. So, so yeah, it's, it's that's crazy. So obviously we've just been through this whole COVID you know, crazy time and, and it's amazing the, the, the industry has changed. Industries in general have changed. Businesses have changed. And, you know, what did you see was the biggest challenge you've had since COVID? And what have you what have you done since to sort of combat that? Oh, look, COVID, COVID saw. I think in our world, I think obviously we don't do we don't do mortgages, so um, we saw a you know, quite a decrease in um, in turnover because you know cars, car finance, and, and boat finance and all that. We saw a, a, a lack of supply of stock, you know. So mortgages, mortgages, um, you know, it's never been a busier time, which I don't think it will be like this. Interest rates have never been never been cheaper, so it makes sense for them to be busy. But for us, it was about you know. You got so it forced you me to look at you know where we're going to go because to mm. be honest like us like a lot of people so you know our businesses we 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 support a lot of smaller brokers and I would say more than 
50% of our brokers in the last 18 months are now either working for someone else. So there's, we, we've sort of transitioned into a new broker network, a lot of new brokers now because a lot of the old ones couldn't survive through that. Correct. So, yeah, correct. Um, so it's, it's, it forced me to look at, okay, well, you know, what's our position? What's our position as an aggregator? What do we do? Um, look, it gave me a little, a little bit of time. I had to say this, but it gave me a little bit of time to reevaluate, spend more for me, spend more time in the business too, yeah. because I'm, you know, the key person that does the business development and outbound. So uh, it allowed me to look inside the business and look at our efficiencies in the business from a support perspective and technology and research the market. Where is it going? Talking to a lot of having a bit more time to talk to people about the, you know, where's it going to go? And again, doing more research. So, and that's, we've come out of that now with this two year plan of, you know, we're talking, I've, I've got big plans, you know, we've got information memorandums being developed at the moment, looking to raise millions of dollars for, in it, for a small portion of a business that I see being valued at a hundred million dollars inside five years. So in the lending space. Yeah. That's so, incredible. Well, there's two actually, I'll take that back. There's actually two. So I keep forgetting I'm actually working on several projects. There's <laughs> just, just, just one platform, but yeah, there's the second one as well. So, so again, you know, revaluing the marketplace, what, what have we got? What's out there? What's not there, you know, and it's all about income and, you know, for us, you know, from a partner perspective, a broker uh, or a dealer support perspective, you know, having a broker or dealer own their own portfolio, it's beneficial to the client because this this concept of commission, um, upfront commission disappears because the broker owns part of the book. Yeah. It's more lucrative for the broker because they actually own performance that, you know, the numbers see it being far more lucrative and they're building value in what they're doing. So, yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. Um, we can put, you know, we, 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 you know, we're at, the, we're at the sort of the, the 11th hour of that finalizing technology partners with that. So, so again, it's just looking back, you know, what, what is it that, you know, that's, that we're doing, you know, what's out there, what can I be involved in and, um, and what can we do that's different to actually building? From what you're saying too, you can see some significant change in the next 12 months within this, this I space. think in the next five years, the industry as a whole will change. Um, like I said, digital, you know, we, you know, like, again, these, some of the, you know, what we're doing is, 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 is we're one of the first, but not the first. You yeah. know, what we're doing is very big in America, um, in the US and other countries and self-service models. You know, we all know in our industry that, you know, lenders go direct. They're out there being aggressive. They're our, our lenders that we support are our own competition. Big, exactly right. You know, exactly I see right. brokers and I empathize with them and I get it. You know, it's it's one of the few, it's funny, it's one of the few industries I've been in and I've heard of that actually the industry itself the supplier competes with the uh, with supplier. the partner. Correct. Correct. It is. It's it's, it's crazy, you know, to the point where they snip the deal from you halfway through the transaction. Like it's it's kind of unheard of. But I, I it's that's not going to go anywhere. And I think you know I see a lot of people being a little bit delusional, thinking that you know there's, there's absolutely nothing to do with that. And there's a lot of there's a lot to do with as well. You're seeing a lot more collaboration. Um, situations happening where you know bro- brokers and business owners are coming together, like yourself. You know, ideals in in technology. They're they're embracing technology. They're using, not forgetting the skills of communication. I mean, like you said, you wouldn't have got to where you were unless you knew how to communicate with people and build those relationships to a point where you can connect with the right partners and go, hey, here's an idea. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm probably a bit different than the average punter that's out there because I look at solutions of building programs, you know, and that's how I, like you said, in about building partnerships. And Correct. Whether it's with my broker or, you know, an example is in our world, you know, in, in, in asset finance, I'm like, well, I think the transactional, you know, Boker is something that is, you know, unless you, 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 you're attached to something big to deliver, you know, a volume, a decent volume of leads, I think you're not going to survive. And I'm, I build things like, you know, I built a, um, 
uh, were part of the lender and built a what they called a, um, a a program for brokers to take that platform to suppliers. You know, and we can do things like hundred percent software. So an example is. You know, this week, uh, I mean, I've gone out and done this and I have a particular broker that I'm working with that I'm actually handing the business to to process and manage because he's, he's a good operator, where we've I've gone out to market to software vendors. You know, I've got an IT background. I'm like, yeah. well, in my day, it was hard. You know, these guys are charging hundred grand, $150,000 for businesses and you know, and it's like I'm going. Well, that's crazy. There's ten. There's ten people in there. 150 grand across five years is X amount per month and per user. Yeah. And uh, done this whole pitch to this marketplace, and they're loving it. Yeah. Three this three this week I've signed up. So my the broker that I partnered with, two brokers I partnered with, that I'm helping set that up for, is loving life at the moment because they're like, well, and it's great because they there's no competition. You know? Exactly. It's, it's a program within that vendor, within that software provider, a communications provider, the software provider, and software provider. They're three different businesses and. You know, their love and life going, well, what a great solution, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, so that's that's me and how I approach, yeah. you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. It's, you know, I don't just look for the next guy who wants to do a car loan. I'm like, you know, for me, it's about you know, what can I do that we can do to provide that's different, especially for our brokers. And, you know, we everything that we do, we offer to the brokers and some very few take it up because people are still very transactional. Um, so. yeah. It is what it is. And, um, but, you know, I can only do what I can do and, you know, people can run with it as much as they can or, or as little as they want. And, We've seen complain, the days. Complain about it later. <laughs> well, we are seeing, and, and it's interesting because, you know, we, you and I have chatted over many years and we're seeing the days go where the brokers to take from A to Z, you know, they've got to sometimes give up the little bit of a, you know, that pain point to grow their business and, and the technology and the systems that you've put in place is, you know, and I, I can understand some brokers just find it difficult to let go. But it's, there's only so much you can do in a day. Oh, look, I think, you know, I was having this conversation with uh, one of my technology partners um, and, uh, you know, about this and, you know, we were of the opinion, it's like anything, you can't be all things to everyone, right? Correct. And I think, you know, you, we, there are those, I, I deal with them all the time. We've still got brokers that handwrite application forms. Like, yeah. I just think it's just wow. ludicrous. Yeah. There are surprisingly a lot. You yeah. know? Um, so what will happen is, it's inevitable that those guys will be complacent. I'm working with a fairly large group at the moment, dealer group at the moment. That is, they've had got you know got went through some serious growth and panically went and hired you know ten guys and um, you know look for particular types of experience you know age and experienced business managers who after five months we're having to replace out it's eight out of ten of them because they wow. just they just can't. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they don't even know how to use technology, or we're struggling to get them to use an email. Well, they're basically you, you can't survive no. in that industry anymore. You're talking about a you know a billion dollar business, you yeah, know, that wants reporting, and we can't get them to, you know, um, use the platform to put a customer's name and number into. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you know? it's, crazy. it's just it's an evolution and change, and those people will just eventually go. But you. I was saying to one of my lenders the other day who's been uh, – who I, I mentor a little bit as well too from a, from a broker perspective and I had a conversation with him. I had a conversation with him two years ago about building a technology platform and if they fall behind, some of their competitors will take – you know, will push past them. And arrogantly they said, you know, oh, rah, 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 they will never do it. And surprisingly enough, two years later in the last week I've had the <laughs> conversation, they're going, how can we lose a market share? I'm going, well, remember how I told you not, you should have built a technology platform? Yeah. Um, they said, you know, these other guys – are built it and you know they're turning around answers in, in minutes and you know we were taking hours to pick deals up yeah. so um, such a difference now. yeah you know and, and i guess they but you know if you look at their reasoning for why they didn't do it their reasoning was because they've had uh, that i call it the one the one percenters where 
they've gone, you know, the old school guys that would handwrite application forms, they were focusing more on them rather than the bigger picture and being futurists. So yeah. they're yeah. now on the back for it because they've got no platform. And yeah. these technologies aren't something you can just click your fingers with. Correct. So, yeah, exactly. so now they're jumping up and down going, oh, you know, how come, you know, we, we've lost market share? Well, mate, we're, 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 yeah. <laughs> submitting applications by emails yeah. is, is not something that, you know, when, well, when your you competitors know. are automating this stuff and, and doing minutes, you know, turning deals around in, in, you know, in minutes, you know, you can't compete. So. Well, a lot's going to be, a lot's going to be, you know, there's going to be people listening to this um, who, who are in the game and just sitting there, you know, you know, what's my next step? So, and I'm sure you'd be more than happy to take some calls and, you know, it's, it's yeah, I'm pretty where... blunt, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you I'm, say it as it is. I'm, uh, you know, I learned to an executive mentor and coaching, you know, I have some people used to pay me a fair bit of money in and it was, I'm a bit of a no bullshit guy. You know? Yeah, it's good. Like, kind of like, uh, look, uh, one of the you know things I say, and a lot of people, you know, for example, I've, I've I've onboarded in the last ten days fifteen guys, you know, and and which is hard in aggregation these days, especially in my yeah. in our space, it's quite competitive. And most all almost all of these people have come to me for that reason. They're like, well, I I, I don't need just product. I need to know what's next. I need someone that can what's going me. on. And yeah. you know, I I just say, look, come to me. You know, I had a conversation with a young guy yesterday who's coming on, who's a actually a bit of a tech genius who's never been in the industry before, but kicking goals. And he's gone bang, 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 bang. And within a 10 minute conversation, I reckon I saved him a hundred thousand dollars and, uh, at about six months of time because it's, because I've been there and done that, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, mate, you, you know, have a look at this. This is what I think you should do. You do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, but my experience, because of my experience, I've, I've been there and I, I've made those mistakes. So, you know, you gain that, that leverage by having that. And, Transactional brokers now, you know, we, we lost a lot of brokers to, to certain particular competitors just offering all this money. And I think, you know, for me, I look back, it's funny, I look back and I know a lot of these guys, I've known them, you know, where we've gone and set these businesses up, done everything for them to a point where I've even paid advertising and they've gone and left me for $400 a month. Wow. It's funny, those guys, I look at them now because I, you know, I keep in touch. I don't hold grudge to anyone. People want to do what they need to do. It's what yeah. I think that's best for their, their family. They're all actually nine out of ten of them are still are struggling more so now than they were before. Had they would have been with me, probably not. Yeah. So you know that little bit of extra, that four hundred, five hundred dollars a month, that they were thinking they were going to get in, they were going to get that was extra potentially in value. I mean, we have the lead generation platforms, we have everything where they can't they can't get business. Mm. You know, or what it was going to cost them to get that business is a lot more than what we're giving them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting leads these days is you, you have to pay for them. Yeah, if you don't want to yeah, be out there in the but it's like it's, it's that mentor. You know what it's like. You meet yeah. firsthand. You know, you know, yeah. you, you call me and you know I'll give you the no bullshit sort of answer. To, yeah, you know, absolutely. What it's like I think that's what you get. You know. You know, I think you've got to look at your, this industry. That is a key point of difference. You know, um, I think for a broker is, you know, these small little brokers that sit at home, they, 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 they sit there trucking away and they, they're on their own. I think it's, if your eyes aren't wide open and you're not have a knowledge of the market, what goes on, whether it be your lender, you know, three lenders and, you know, and programs, you know, I talk to a lot of my brokers like yourself about, you know, here's some ideas and, you know, this is what I think and yeah. how you can do it. And, you know, again, it's up to you to, to do some of that stuff, but, if it's one of those ideas and those conversations that you can get something, you know, get something out of, it costs you nothing more than our relationship. Yeah, you know, having that content relationship, and then that's a, that's a win, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. People no don't value that. that a lot, and I think that's where people tend to in our industry tend to focus more on the what's in front of them being the, the cash rather than the relationship, you know, and. Um, because, yeah, aggregators are something that is, without aggregators, there wouldn't be an industry. Yeah. Um, and I think you'll find that changing more and more towards that 
platform because con- you need to look at a consolidative approach to be competitive. You know, look at us again, we spend, we've literally spent, I mean, millions of dollars on a technology platform for an individual broker to go and do that. Um, it's just, you know, I had a broker the other day say to me, oh, I've built my own Salesforce platform. Can you get the lenders to do API with me? I laughed. I said, there's no chance in this planet. Because why? I said, well, that, why would they? You're Correct. one person. One person, one person It doesn't work. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So, so that's the power of coming together, you know, and being, being a group, you know, and uh, same conversation with someone yesterday about sharing you know, some resources together, coming together exactly. as a group. Collaborate like, together yeah, and, and yeah, you, know, can, you like, can build. You know, yeah, that's just you know, it. it's like, why is that costing you $5,000 a month when it costs you $1,000 a month across five different people and you get the same result? Exactly. You know, it's it's exactly. kind of a brainer, so. Learning to share. Angelo, it's just been an absolute pleasure. And uh, look, again, if anybody in the audience is wanting to have a chat with Angelo directly from DBS Finance Group, feel free to reach out. And, um, mate, thanks so much for having a chat. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Cheers. And that's one awesome talk from someone on the ground of business. Are you in for more conversations like these? Join us next time, or better yet, subscribe to Small Business Finance Podcast and send me your questions and ideas and thoughts. Love to hear from you.